0: is We left off on daf nun and We were in the middle of discussing the, mishnah, the gemara, rather, had made a comment that we have a stam mishnah that tells us like Rabbi Meir's shita regarding Maiser and uh, therefore we pass him like Rabbi Meir regarding maaser. What's Rabbi Meir's shita regarding maaser? When it comes to maaser sheni, as machlokes taniyim, is maaser sheni or is it Mamun Hadyot? Is it yours? Meaning everyone agrees that the halacha is you're allowed to eat maizresheni and you eat maizresheni in Yerushalayim, not outside of Yerushalayim. The question is, what's the ikur? Do we assume that it's not yours and that's why you're not allowed to eat it outside of Yerushalayim? It's the rebbeinu but the Ribbon Shlom says you come to my house, you come to Yerushalayim and I'll share it with you and you, you can ha- you can eat the maizresheni. Or do we assume no? Fundamentally, it's yours and that's why you're allowed to eat it in Yerushalayim. It's just that because it has this additional level of kedusha, you're not allowed to eat it outside ...outside of Yerushalayim... ...but really fundamentally it's yours... So a Me'er is... ...that Ma'is Hashemi is Mamun Gavoah... ...that it belongs to the Rebar Hussalam... ...it's not really... Your mammon, it's it's God's mammon, and He's just allowing you to eat it when you're in Yushalayim. So we said there's a stam mission that supports the sheet of Rameir, and therefore we pascan like Rameir. And then the Gemara had also said we have a stam mission that supports the sheet of Rabbi Huda when it comes to hegdish. That uh, that when it, when it comes to uh, to hegdish, that if someone is uh, is moel the hegdish bishogeg, if they bishogeg misappropriate hegdish property, that uh, it becomes chulin. But if you use it, if b'mez there's no Me'ila and it doesn't become Mischalel, it doesn't become chulin. If you, if you recall Rabbi Meir Shita was that bemezid it becomes Mischalel, Rabbi Yehuda said no, only bishogeg it becomes Mischalel and we said that we have a Stam Mishnah that supports Rabbi Yehuda Shita and therefore we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda that Hegdish is Mischalel Beshogeg but not bemezid. so we left off about 10 lines before the end of the page, 12 lines before the end of the page 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, a little more sixteen lines before the end of the page, Tashima first one line is tashima, so uh, again we 're trying to show to prove whether or not these staishna that we uh, that we mentioned are really the only staishna that indicate uh, who the halacha should be like so Tashima hapoda nevalo, if someone is being poda he 's redeeming his netava and again the the fourth year uh, uh, fruits uh, are no longer din of Arla. But they uh, they now have a din of Meisr So for the first three years the fruits are absolutely us. So they have a din of Arla. The fourth year the fruits have a din of Maish So someone wants to be poda, all of his fruits, neta revai, in order to, be, to bring the money to Yerushalayim rather than the fruits to Yerushalayim. So most of chamish Shiso, Bein Mishlo, Bein Shinit Matana. Whether it's fruits from his field or whether these fruits were given to him as a Matana, he should add 25%. He should add a Chomesh, which we always assume is a Chomesh Milvar, which is 25%. Um, so if he's got a hundred dollars worth of fruits. He's going to have one hundred twenty-five dollars to bring to Shlaim, and then the fruits will be uh, will be khulin. So money. Who's the author of that Mishnah? Again, it's a Sta Mishnah. Eilema Rabbi Meir. If it's Rabbi Meir, mi matziyahiv leiv. Agam rikodus kodsh mi meiser. Can someone have given him netta revive matana? if it 's a Meir, then it should not be a possibility that you that you get it by matana because we learn Kodesh colors from revive from Meiser, and uh, and and uh, we know by Meiser that Meiser is mom and gavoa, and therefore it 's it 's not, uh, not givable as a matana. El Rabbi Yehuda. So it must be that the Stam Mishnah is going like Rabbi Yehuda. So don't tell me, so the Gemara is really asking a question over here. How can you tell me we're passing like Rabbi Meir, that Ma'ay Mom and Gavoah, because there's a Stam Mishnah like him. Here we have a Stam Mishnah that assumes clearly like Rabbi Yehuda. So answers the Gemara now. Liolam Rabbi Meir. Really, it's Rabbi Meir the author of that Mishnah. V'achem Ay, how could he have ever gotten it as a Matana if Rabbi Meir is the author of the Mishnah? V'achem Ha'eskin. D'yahiv Kishah that uh, over here we're assuming that it was given when the grapes were uh, were just barely recognizable, um, the uh, the and, and and not yet uh, ripened. Udelok and we're assuming against Rabiosi Tamar Smadar pri, who assumes that it already has the status of a pre when it's at the stage of a smadar. But if you assume like like, uh, but if you assume that when it's smadar, it's not yet a pre so therefore it doesn't have the full status of. Of my nice Sheni slash Netaravayet, and therefore it's not yet Mamun and it can be given over as Matana, meaning. No one argues that I can give you a, a, a vine as as a matana, even if it's not, or a tree as a matana, even if this year happens to be the fourth year where any fruits that grow on it are going to be revai. Everyone would still agree that I'm allowed to give to give it as a matana. It's only once the fruits grow that the fruits have a status of sheni or of revai that it's going to be uh, that that that, that would say it's now mamun gavoa and can no longer be given as a matana. But if it's not yet a fruit, so then it could still be given as matana. Now, once it turns into a fruit, it becomes Mamun and therefore you have to go and be poded in order to bring it to yushalayim. Fine. So therefore, that stamishna might in fact be going like Reb Meir. Tashma, another stam mishnah. So uh, a guy takes from his friend. He's Moshech from his from his friend. He he, he does a kinyon from his friend on uh Maisushani and at the time that he does the kinyon on the Maisushani it's worth a cella. But uh, he doesn't. When when uh, comes time to uh, to pay for it, it's already worth stayim. Meaning, when he wants to be it, it's already worth two sella. So does he pay the sella, or does he pay? Does he assume the price is a sella, or does he assume the price is two sella? So no, since sellu mustakar so he gives one sella and he wins. Meaning, the fact that right now it's worth two sella is irrelevant at the time that he was Mosheikh, Is that that's the time that we're interested in? And at that time, it was worth one sella, and therefore he's allowed to make that a Assumption, Umay Shoshayni Shalom, he gets to keep the Maish he gets to keep the fruits. So, money. Who could be the author of that star Mishnah? Rabbi Meir, if it's Rabbi Meir who holds my Shemi's Maman Gavoah, Ammaim Estacher Besela. Why should you gain the Sela? Venosna Sekasa Kamlo Amarachmana. Pasuk says, Venosna Sekasa Kamlo, which we assume means that the Hagdish is not Niknab Mashicha, that it's only when you give money that the Kinyan is Chal. So, the fact that you were Moshech, the fact that you did a Kinyan, does not make that the determining point. It's only the Kinyan is. is, is only when you give the money. So and at the time that you give the money it's already worth two sella. So, so it so must be Rabbi Yehuda. It must be that we're assuming like Rabbi Yehuda. Meaning, what, how does assuming like Rabbi Yehuda help us over here? That it's not Hegdish if you're assuming like Rabbi Yehuda. It's Maisusheini. It's not Mamun Gavoa. It's Mamun Hedyot. So uh, even though by Hegdish we have a rule of Nasan Asa of Kamlo, but if you assume like Rabbi Yehuda, you're not dealing with something that has uh, that has kedusha. That's uh, that's Mamun Gavoa. You're dealing with with something that's 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 primarily Mamun Hedyot. So says the Gemara, So again, so you see that you have a. Stam Mishnah that goes like Rabbi Yehuda. So, again, this is a question because the Gemara had stated uh, pretty clearly that we pass on like Rabbi Meir because the Stam Mishnah supports Rabbi Meir. But here you find you have Stam Mishnah that supports Rabbi Huda. So the Gemara says, no, that Stam Mishnah is going like Rabbi Huda. But it's uh, Stam against Stam, and the Stam Mishnah is in two different places. So it's two Stam like Meir, one stamish Mishnah like Rabbi so that's why the Stam Mishnah Kerebi like Meir wins, because it's two versus one. Right, that's, the, uh, that, that, that's how the determination was made by Halakha. If you look at Rashi, <speaking in Hebrew> says Rashi, <speaking in Hebrew> Right, there's a Stav like Rameir twice, in two different places. Tana Rabbi Rabbi this mission about Karim revive that supports Reb Meir is mentioned in two places in Shas. <inaudible> one in Seder Zayim and one in Edios, and therefore we, we follow that Stam mission. Shabbat son of just points out, um, and Rashi points out really that it's uh, it's it's in the third place as well. It's also in Maseches Peah. So why does the mission say three Stami as opposed to as opposed to uh, three Stami? That's even better. You have three three Mishnahs. So the Rashash in Psachim and Davzain says that uh, that when two are in the same Seder, it may not count as two different stams. So the one in Peya and the one in Mysershani, since they're uh, since they're in both in Seder Zraim, it may count as only one, whereas the one in Idios is uh, Idios is in uh, is in Seder Nezikin. So that, that would be uh number two. But uh, but in Achirami it does appear three times in Shas, but it doesn't give it. The Gemara doesn't have a Hava meaning that gives it extra koach unless it uh, unless it appears in, in different sedarim. So says the Gemara wait a second, if Stam is really important, then what difference does it make if it's one Stam or two Stam? Meaning, we're assuming that Stam is a reflection of the halacha. Why is Stam a reflection of the halacha? Because when Rebbe was writing the Mishnayas, he specifically didn't attach a name to certain Mishnayas, because if he attached a name, you would say, oh yeah, that's the sheeta of that Tana, but there must be other Tana'im that disagree. So when he doesn't attach a name to it, so he's just saying, you know, these are the facts, this is what it is and you read it and you know that this is, this is the sheita it's not that there are multiple sheitas this is the accepted sheita so if Rebbe did that what does it make if Rebbe did it once or did it twice if the stammishness is to be taken as an indication that Rebbe thought that that's what the halacha should be so why should two be better than one so answers the Gemara. Amram Rav Nachman Halacha Krevi Meir. No, the reason we pass on like Rav Meir and the Stam Mishnah that goes like Rav Meir is not because it's a Stam Mishnah. Because we have a Stam Mishnah that goes like as well, but rather. It's a matter of where the mishnayos are. There's a mishnah edios that goes like Reb Meir. Ah, oh, if it's an edios, so that's uh, that's more Khashiv. and that, that's an indication that it would go like Reb Meir. If you look at Rashi, it's not be b'chirasa kavaseh maseches edios kari Shekol shekol idumi he gadolim mipiagadolim kamosan. Everything in Hedios, uh the the, the, is, the the is is in the name of Gedolim, and uh, the halacha follows it. Now, if you ever learn Masechta Edios there uh, is a question: what, what the name of the Masechta is even? Um, what's what's the shorash of there? Is it the shorash aid? testimony, which is certainly what it sounds like if you learn the Masechah. Every mission starts off with, hey, this one. And each one was made in the name of other Gedolim. What happened? The Chacham went into Kerem B'yam. one day. They were, they were afraid that the Torah was going to be nishtakach, that there were certain halachas that were going to be forgotten. So they got up and they said, anyone who remembers something from previous generations that you think might be forgotten, share it now. And people got up one after the other, and this one was meyid that I heard from that gadol. This one was that I heard from from Shmaya and This one was meyid. everyone was meyid that they heard from from different people. Things that uh, that they were afraid might not be heard might might otherwise be forgotten. They were kerem bi'avne, right? The uh, because it was Shuro shuros ki Karim. The Karim was set up in rows like a vineyard, and that's why it's called kerem And they uh, and they were meyid all of these. Uh, all of these eduyos. So it sounds like it's really edos. It's a lashon of testimony, that they were testifying about what they had heard in previous generations. It's first soul at the beginning of Masech says, it may be, what does the Gemara call the Masech? Bechirasa. What's Bechirasa? The choicest, the best. In Baba Kama we have such a lashon, we're going to see it soon. Uh, idis, Beninus, and Ziburus. Right? The Idis is the best, the is the middle, Ziburis is the worst. So Idis... Is, uh, is is this is very self well suggests, maybe the, uh, the 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 shorish of the name of the musef it's not a duyos it's idios. It's the, uh, the best, the choicest. Why is it the best? Because again, these are the areas that were going to be forgotten and were authoritative and needed to be, to be preserved. And this is what they came up with when they had one day to come up with the most important teachings uh, to, to remember. And it was all, the entire mesech was taught in one day in the basement in Karim So this is what they came up with. So that's what was preserved. Now, in general, there is a discussion in the Akronim, there is a Gemara Erevin, it says that a person is not supposed to say that shmuzu na shmuzu ena You're not supposed to say ah oh, this is uh, really geshmaka masechta and that's not such a geshmaka masechta. You're not supposed to say that this is good that's not good. If it's Torah, it's Torah Hashem. It's like uh, someone asked Rav one of the uh, one of the high school boys in the NCS is asked him you know what do you do if Gemara is just really boring what should your attitude be he said maybe next time instead of complaining Gemara is really boring try to say the dvar Hashem is really boring. And see if you can get that statement out of your mouth without, uh, without cringing. And if you can uh, if, if get that statement out of your mouth, then you have other problems. But he said that, you know, if you, if you think of it in those terms, it's all the Dvar Hashem, it's all the Rebona So the Rebona gave us, this is his Torah. So you can't say Shmua zunah, zunah, So the So Yechonim what do you mean? We say Idios is It's the best. It's Kishmak. It's wonderful. Isn't that a violation? So the Marashah says, no, the problem is not saying Shmua the problem is saying shmuzu na It's like like it's contrasting. you like, you know you're learning mesachta like ah the last year's mesachta was much better. It was uh, that that was bishmak. This this isn't so. So that's the the problem. It's not saying that shmuzu uh, na. That's the uh, that's the problem. Anyway, so Idios is the Bechirasa, and that's the reason we pass the mayor, because uh, because we have a we have a uh, a mission in Idios, a Ed- whichever one you want to say, that, that goes like him. But the Gemara was very clear that the we don't count Stamishnais. That if you have a Stamishnah in one direction and two or three stamishnais in the other direction, that does not determine the pesak halacha. So Sharmitzonim baalacha points out perhaps the most famous example of this of having stamishnayis in different directions is when we have something that's mitzvasa belayla. So is it kasher kolayla? We just started learning uh, mishnayis brachos yesterday, right? That's <coughs> the first mishnah brachos. Things that are that you're supposed to do at night, like kriyashma belayla, is it mitzvasa kolayla that you could do all the way until amud the next day, or is it only until chatzos? The Rambam, Paskins, in Hilchas Chalmitzah Matzah, Paragvav Halacha Aleph, that the mitzvah of Achilles Matzah and Achilles Karben Pesach is kol halayla. You can eat the matzah and the Karben Pesach, kol halayla, even though it's a machlokas, or Kivan, Rebbe azarya, is it kosher kol halayla, or is it only until chatzos that you're allowed to eat the matzah and the Karben Pesach? Right? So the Rambam assumes that it's kosher kol halayla. Why? Because there's a Stav Mishnah and Avchav. And there are like that star Mishnah which is like Rabbi Akiva, and in Masechus Psachim, and against Rabbi Lazar Ben Azariya. Now, there are those that pass like Rabbi Lazar because there are Stamish like Rabbi Lazar as well. You have the Mishnah in Brachos, Beis, the first Mishnah in Shas, is a Stamish like Rabbi Lazar You have in Masechus Psachim, Masechus Zvachim, Stamish like him. So you have more Stamish that go like Rabbi Lazar Ben Azariya than you do that go like Rabbi Akiva. Yet the Rabbi paskins. Like Rabbi Akiva, that it's uh, that it's that that, that it's it's, it's kosher so, what, that, that, uh, that the mitzvah is called a layla. Why? So, the makes that Ha'ara. Even though there are Stamishna'is in both directions, nevertheless, we, we don't count Stamishna'is. When you have Stamishna'is in both directions, you look for another way to paskin the Halacha, just like our Gemara does. What does our Gemara do? It says Stamishna'is aren't going to answer it for us. We're going to have to look at where the Stamishna'is are. So, what did the Rambam look at? When you have <laughs> a Machloka, bin what's the klal? Who do you generally Paschin like? And Halacha generally is halacha, Rabbi Akiva. Mechavero. And therefore we pass on like Rabbi Akiva, you know, when halach uh, Rabbi Akiva just means that we pass on like Rabbi Akiva whenever he's going up against an, a single individual. So we're going to pass on like Rabbi Akiva over here again, not because of the Stam Mishnah, there are Stam Mishnahs in both directions more Stam against him, but you go with a different rule of halach Rabbi Akiva Mechavero. The Sharm Tzian of then uh, just points out Ha'ara, he says Rabbi bin was a tremendous miyuchas when they were deciding who to make the the Nasi, uh, after the whole episode of Ram Gamliel, when in the whole story where, where Rabbi ben Azaria uh, grew the gray uh, hairs. So, uh, one of the issues in, in one of the other candidates was that in Rabbi Akiva was that he wasn't a miyuchas. And therefore, he shouldn't. Uh, he won't. He won't have the yichus to protect him. Should Rabbi Gamliel get upset at him and uh, try to do something to him? For Rebbe ben Azari was a miyuchas. He was a siril He came from a tremendous family. And what son of just raises the haara, which is obvious. But he says that uh, and that 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 apparently yichus doesn't play a role in psak halacha. Meaning, Rabbi Rebbe Kiv Mechaver, does play a role in positions of uh, prominence in the community, but it doesn't p- play a role in Pesach Halacha. So even though Reb Lazar bin Azariah was voted Nasi because of his yichus, that doesn't mean he's voted the Halacha like him because of his yichus. Rabbi Akiva is still going to have the, hal- the Halacha the like him, um, meaning that's why when it tells us of the Mason Bnei Brak, when they were Mesubim Ben, Brak, Reb bin Azariah comes before Rabbi Akiva. Why? Because of his yichus. But again, it doesn't, doesn't mean that that's, that's going to determine uh, the halacha in any way, shape, or form. So anyway, but that's uh, obviously a larger discussion when it comes to the carbon Pesach, when these man is. That's the big discussion always about the um, about the Afikoman. I think we had a Shabbos called the Joshua better once. Whether uh, the Afikoman has to be eaten before Chatzos or whether you have Kalalailah, the Avni Nezer has a famous Tanai that you can do. Perhaps uh, some like the tenai, some don't. Shabtah doesn't like it so much we pointed out uh, that Rav Pam liked the lot because he thought it, it helped Shalom Bayis. The Tanay was a, a way to make a Tanay that you could eat uh, kazayas of matzah before Chatzos, where you can say, you know, if it has to be in my Chatzos, then this is my afikomen, And uh, all you need, if the Zman is still Chatzos, to maintain the taste of the afikomen in your mouth until Chatzos. So two, two minutes before Chatzos, you say, if the Zman is until Chatzos, this is my afikomen, And if the Zman is uh, really Kalalailah, then uh, what I eat later will be my afikomen. So big discussion whether you like it or not uh, whether that tonight is a good tonight or not Rav Palm liked it very much because he thought mm-hmm. women prepare very very hard for uh, for, for uh, Seder and to make a nice meal and then they end up with all their from sons and husbands uh, rushing through the meal just to get to the Afikomen and it, 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 it's hurtful to them so he thought for Shalom Bayez reasons it's always best to use the Avni Nasir's tonight when, uh, when when needs to when, when it needs to be used um okay, anyway, but that's uh, that's that's obviously a different topic. Says the Vaytu, Tran Hassam. Behema Shunintes, Olos. If you find a behema anywhere from Yerushalayim all the way until Migdal there and that same distance in all directions from Yerushalayim so if it's a male behema you should assume it's a carbon ola if it's a female behema you should assume it's a carbon shlamim because uh, a female cannot be brought as a carbon ola an ola is only a zakhar so you can assume if it's a female it's, a, it's not an ola it's a shlamim but if it's a male you can assume it's a carbon ola there's a discussion over here also I mean the Gemara just makes this assumption that why is it when you find it around Yerushalayim, or why did the Mishnah make the assumption, rather, that you, when you find it around Yerushalayim, you automatically assume it's a carbon. Maybe it's just a an stomach animal. Maybe just a guy has an animal. So uh, Rashi writes, <laughs> You have the right to be choshesh, it came from Yerushalayim, and most of the animals that come from it our zvachna, come from your Yerushalayim, our karbanos. And therefore, we have to try to chashbin out which kind of carbon is this. So it's not that we're saying vada, that we know it's an ola, that we know it's a shlamim, because the truth is, this would fall into the sugya of ro vikarov, right because uh, the animal could have theoretically come from places other than newshline we don't know for sure it came from newshline it may have walked a very long distance there's no limit on animals, where you say that it didn't, it could not have walked beyond this this distance, you know, on, 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 on a, a, a sheep, or, a, or something like that, or, or a ram, you don't have such a such a limit. The only place the Gemara places such a limit is in the sugya of Ravukarov in Babasra, where it talks about birds that can't yet fly. So it says the, the bird will only hop up until a certain point in time, up uh, to 50 amos. And birds that can fly, so shaloshim risks, whatever, but there's, there you have a limit. So that's where the Gemara famously has who was it, Rabbi Yirmiya, that asked the Beis Medej, what if one foot is on this side of 50 amos and the other foot is on that side of 50 amos? And they threw a Valdov, kul the Rabbi Yermia and they threw him out of the Beis for asking such crazy questions. But the, the point is, though, that generally you have a, a concept of rovukarov, that the majority of animals in the world are certainly not karbonos. Karov, the, the closest location, Yerushalayim, may be uh, Karbanos. So rov karov generally halkanach Meaning, so the, the assumption over here is, though, that since it's likely from Yerushalayim, we're going to try to cover our bases, and we're going to try to make the assumption, uh, or, or at least try, try to, to, to cover the possibility that it's a carbon. Not that we know vada, that it's a carbon, or what type of carbon, but we're trying to, uh, to, to make sure that we take care of the, the likely possibilities. So says the Gemara... Wait a second, we said if it's male, it's automatically a carbon ola. It's true that an ola cannot be a female, but not every... Every ola is a male, but not every male is an ola. Right? The, the, the shlamim can also be male carbados. So, in fact, are are male animals only carbon olas and they're not carbon shlamim? It can't be that it's carbon shlamim if it's a male. So, it says and He says, No, we're not talking about that you're going to take this animal and then bring it in the base of Mikdash as a carbon ola, or bring it as a carbon shlamim, because then in you'd have trouble. Over here it's about which Rashi explains, this animal is not going to be brought as a carbon. This is what we mean to say. If someone comes to try to do a takana, to try to make it that this animal should uh, be, should be used properly... Ubal and he's willing to take upon himself the achrayus of all the value of the animal. Shubis that's basaf, meaning to take care of whatever sveikos there are about this animal, so that the animal can become chulin, and I'll replace it with money instead. That's going to be earmarked for the kind of carbon that this animal was supposed to be. Ullahakishmeha Im Zakharhunishaev Af. I, if if the animal is a male, I need to make sure I bring carbon shlamin and a carbonola. I need to make sure that I pay money for a shlamim and an ola to replace this animal, which I'm now going to be mechalo. The animal is now going to be mechalo. It's now going to become chulin, And in its place, it's going to be my money to pay for a carbonola or a carbon shlamim. That's all it means. So it's not saying that when you find a male animal, it's an ola and you only do ola and you don't take care of shlamim. No. It's a, you, for sure, you take care of a shlamim as well. But it's even an ola. So that's the uh Vahikamar Khashin, Baklingar Vah Marchin and Shama Ullahs that we have to be khoshish that maybe it's in Allah. Rahmer he daamar hektish be mazimushalo. And obviously we're assuming like Ram Mayr who says that b'meza you can be mechallel hagdish? Because that's exactly what you're doing over here. You know this animal is l- likely a carbon, and you're being mechallel on purpose. You're going and you're taking it and exchanging it for money. So we're going like Rabeir that, that 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 uh, uh, that hagdish can be mechallel Now if you look at Tosos, Tosos first quotes Rashi. Right, you're coming to uh, to pay for it, and you're going to end up bringing two animals. You're going to bring one for anola, one for Shlomim, etc. So it also says in the fifth skinny line, that you need to be mechal the kedusha of the that's on the animal that you found. Onto the animal that you're going to bring. And it's a chilul that you're doing. And Rameir apparently holds that you can be put to an animal even though the animal is a tamim, even though the animal is not a balmum. The animal is perfectly fine and it's likely. Uh, a carbon animal, and you're allowed to be mischallel when not only b'meizid, but when it's a tamim. The kasha shari lomot seems to discover a to that niftan yosim We don't find there's no well-known shitas Rameir out there that Tamimim are allowed to be nifta any more than any of the other tanaim would hold that, and none of the Tanam hold it. V'lo shayik zeklal b'plutad yidev Rabbi This has nothing to do with uh, the machlokas from Meir and Rabbi Huda in general about uh, about whether b'meizid or b'shoging mischallel. This is just an issue of. Can an animal that's a Tamim be nifta? And apparently Rameir is assuming over the Gemara is assuming that rameir would hold yes, but we don't find anywhere in Shas in Old Kachim, that Rameyer has such a shita. So the Sri suffer beyond the Niftim. Really Rameir would hold. That to me cannot be nifteh. kigon derakhil, the hachamari, shineskavin Lagozla, Vilaknosa Miyada Makdish, Ula Zakospa, Ulashanospah. That over here it's not Derachil. You're not going to be Machalit. Over here, the Kavana is to steal it, to acquire it from the one who's magdish it, to make it yours. Meaning the point is, the guy took the animal because he wanted the animal. Then afterwards he said, you know what, I might as well make good. I realize it's probably a carbon, and therefore, once he took the animal and he stole the animal, and he was cornered the animal, that's what was mischala of the animal. Now he's saying, "Ah, I really stole from Hagdish. I should probably, uh, I should probably cover myself." And uh, meaning the, the the way Rashi understands that the guy's a Tzadik, he's trying to take care of everything, he's trying to make it good. The way Tos says is at the end he has and tries to make it good, but at the at the beginning it became mischala because he uh, he was trying to acquire it for himself. Um, the, uh, the, the Masha points out that Ghosla shouldn't be understood in a negative way though. The Masha says, even though know. Gozla normally is, you know, stealing is generally a negative term, but the Marashah says no, this is Gozla shus that you don't want it to remain Hegdish so that people shlo bnei adam, so that people shouldn't stumble over here, so he says this, and, and be Moel in it, so uh, so so over here it's Gozla shus that you take it to acquire it for yourself so that you can take care of it later and uh, and, and 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 make sure that it's uh, that, that the money is earmarked to the right places okay, anyway, says the Gemara Vayeter, Anyway, can you take an animal that has as a and just be mechal it the only things that you can repeatedly violate me'ila on meaning normally when you violate me'ila on something that's it, the item is chulin now so if you go and use it again, it's not me'ila now you just use something that's Kulin. the only things that you can repeatedly violate me'ila on which means that when you violate me'ila the first time it does not become chulin, are behema and kleshares So apparently, behema is, uh, because it has Kedush HaGuf, it can't be Mishalov. You violate Milan on it, it's still not going to be, it's still going to be Kodesh. So Ketzad, what, what do we mean by that? you're riding on an animal Bachaver and then your friend comes and rides on it. BaHaveiro and another friend comes and rides on it, and the animal belongs to kachim. Kula malu. they were all Mo'el. The animal didn't lose its Kedusha from the fact that you were Mo'el the first time. If I'm drinking a, a, from a golden cup that belongs to Hagdish, and then someone else comes and drinks from it, and someone else comes and drinks from it, they're all noel! because the first time you Le doesn't take it out of Hagdish. So answers the Gemara: Ha'hi Yehuda, he harab Meir. No, it's Rabbi Yehuda who holds. That when your moel uh, that that something that has kedusha saguf uh, does not lose its status of kedusha when you violate mila. Rav holds even something that has kedusha saguf uh, you you can uh, undo its kedusha status. You can you can be meschal you can take away its kedusha. So, frankly, what where do we see that that's the machlokas? What's the machlokas, Rav Meir, Rabbi Yehuda? Whether whether you're meschal, something bishogeg or bemezid. Rabbi Yudald, only when you do a beshogig that's when it becomes chulin. And Rameir says when you do b'meizid, it becomes chulin. How does that translate to a machlokas about Kadusha saguf? Whether something that has Kadusha saguf can be mischalal? Rabbi Shouldn't they line up in, in terms of the Kadusha saguf issue from Rabbi Yehuda's shita about something that's being mischalal beshogig we should derive Ramayr's sheet about something be mischal, that's being Mishal B'meizid. Lavam Mrabi the Hekdash Peshog Mishal Al-Kedusha Sarkov Lo Mishalah It doesn't mean to say that Peshog the Hekdash the, the could be Mishalal but if it's Kedusha Sarkov it can't be Mishalal so the Rahmeur Nami Afkov dehaji Ma's Miskal because why don't we say that when, when Rab holds something as Mizchalal, which happens to be amazed, the kedush saguf should still not be Miskalil? Meaning where do we ever find that the machlok is about mazid shogeg has anything to do with a, with an issue of kedush saguf being Miskalal? So Gemara says that if it does have everything to do with it. Khulun. According to Abihuda, the only time you mischal something is when you're doing it with Shogik. So if you're doing it with Shogik, you have no intention of making it chulin. According to Rebbe Meir, when you're making Mishal something, you're doing it b'meizid. So you're having kavana to make it Mm chulen. So when you have kavana to turn it into chulen, that in fact can turn it into chulin. That then, even if it has kedusha saguf, you can take away its kedusha and turn it into chulin. The reason why things that have kiddush saguf, when you're mauling it, according to Rabbi Yehuda, doesn't become chulin is because you didn't intend to make it chulin. The whole thing was bishogeg. So therefore, the fact that it has kedusha saguf won't allow it to become chulin. But according to Rabbi Meir, the only way it's ever going to become chulin is when you're doing it b'meizid, and b'meizid means you're trying to make it chulin, so you're successful. So it says the Gemara Vayitn Emr the Shamlay the Rameir B'Kachikachim Kachim me Mishamle. Okay, so we find the Rameir hold the Kachikachim you can go and uh, make Khulin. But uh, where do you find the Kachim Kalim that have kedush Sagov that you can uh, be able to make it chulin? So I'm Leu Miravon Rabbi Yaakov Shmey Kavacholmer is Kalim Kachim Kalim Le Kolshkein. Well, if it works for Kachikachim, that's on a higher level than Kachim Kalim and therefore of course it's going to work for kachim Kalim it means me amra bakhame bravyaki va amra bios bakhnina umr hayr remeyr that uh, we have a statement that supports what we just said that Meir had said hegtish me mazin mishal be echad mishalal eh kachim kachum kalim right that remeyr holds that that hegtish when, when you when uh, you misappropriate be it, it does not become khulun but pemaze it does become khulun And for sure that applies to Kachem Kalim. If that's going to apply to Kachem Kalim, of course it's going to apply to Kachem Kalim, which is on a lower level of Kedusha than the Kachem Kalim. So Rabbi Yochanan did not like the approach that Rabbi Oshia took Toward explaining this mishnah, what mishnah? We started Daphn and Heim and alth at the top with a mishnah. You find a behema near you So we said it is a marolos nekevas Rabbi Oshie explained, no, you're not actually bringing the animal as a karban. You're paying for it, and you're paying however many times over you're going to need to pay in order to cover all the possibilities. What this, what this animal really was. So taybar Rabbi Yochanan, Yochan did not like this pshat because he says I don't understand v'chiyam la'adam amod do you tell someone to go and do an Avera so that he could be Zokha, so that he can do something right? Meaning, he's doing an Avera in order to make sure that the carbon gets taken care of. What's the Avera? being Mechal HaGdish. Who tells you, you're like, go be Mechal HaGdish just so that you can make sure that this carbon is, uh, is taken care of? Uh, now, the, uh, the Gemara in Erevin has a comment that, that sometimes we say better for a khaver to be torim Shalom and Amukav to take chumas shalom and amukah from from produce that's not right next to the produce that he's that, that he's taking for, uh, rather than have an aretz eat untithed produce, right? So uh, we and, and we say, I why should I do the avera uh, to save an amar from another avera, so the Gemara says, yeah, better for the chaver to do an isura zuta and not allow the Amaretz to uh, to violate an isura raba. So that sounds a little bit against what we're saying over here. Over here we're saying no, you don't say "khate Bishvil shetiske. So the truth is, the uh, the Shemitzon quotes a who says that there is a basic chilek that in Erevin, in Aravin you are goring the Isir. You tell the Amaretz, you can go eat from my produce. So, since he's eating from your produce, you're the one that caused him to do the Yasser. So, when you're the one that's causing him to do the big Yasser, so then we say, better for you to violate a small Isser rather than be the cause of him doing the big Yasser. But over here, um, we're not dealing with you being the uh, the, the, the cause of of. Uh, of, of the Yasser, uh, the and therefore, it, meaning you didn't lose the carbon, you just found it. So it's not your responsibility to violate an Avera in order to make sure that the biolum of this carbon gets taken care of for whatever uh, he had designated this carbon for. So uh, the Gemara says, do you really say that? You tell someone to do an in order that, no, he says, you don't just, take care of it, be mischalad. You wait till it develops a mum. Ah, Once it develops a mum, then you can deal with it. Then you, uh, then, then you make a tanai, and then you bring other behemos in its place, and you make a tanai. If it was an ola, then this animal should be in its place. If it was a shlom, this animal should be in its place. Fine. Amar so what do we say? Zucharim, if you find male animals, olos, then they should be, you should account for the possibility that they're carbon ola. In do know Maybe it's a carbon toda. So Gemara says, okay, to toda, Bring that too. You know, no reason not to. Might as well bring a carbon toda as well. Why do you need to bring a separate animal for a carbon toda? Just say that take the one that you bring to cover the shlamim and say that if it's a toda, then this animal shouldn't be a shlamim; it should be a toda. It's the same animal. Have, have if you're worried about the Mat it's the same for a and a Todah. And you'll say, oh no, the difference is that a carbon Todah has less time to eat. You have less time to eat a carbon Todah than you do to eat a carbon Shlamim. Todah has to be eaten in a very short period of time. Right? That's the famous Nitziv on Chumash. Todah comes with 40 lachme Todah. You have 40 loaves of bread that have to be eaten with a Todah, and you got Yom to eat it. You have that day and that night. So the Nitziv says, why? Why Dafka made the carbon Todah? You have to eat it so quickly and you have so much to eat so then Siv says Bidavka so that you can invite people get as many people as you can together so they can eat the Toda and they'll say oh why are we eating this bread it's a carbon Toda oh you have something to be thankful for what, what are you bringing it for and that way that's HaKarasa Tov HaKarasa is when you want to express it to as many people as possible so you Soda NaKarasa Tov not to keep it private to try to express it to as many people as possible, that's, uh, that's in the Siv's Vard, very profound Vard about our But anyway, so, uh, so, the, so, the, so, uh Tos says, I don't understand, just, if you're going to say that the reason, you can't just make a Tanay on the shlum that you're going to bring, and say, let it count for a toad, is because they have different time frames that you eat it, that a toad is eaten for a shorter period of time, Veid Kachim and we're afraid of bringing the carbon the base of Sol by not giving it its full amount of time, but this Tana holds that that's not a problem because the Tana is going to say soon that Pesach Shlobizmano shlamim that, that when it, if it's a Pesach Shlobizmano well it's covered by a carbon shlamim even though Pesach is eaten for only a shorter period of time so apparently we're not worried about the timing of the eating of the animal you try your best to eat it within the shortest period of time and afterwards you can't and maybe you will bring but apparently this Tana is not worried about that so why do we have to bring a separate Animal for the carbon Toda, just let it be covered with the carbon Shlamim animal. So it says, "Tosus your Shlam reached from the Toda by Lechem. No, it's the Lachme Toda that we referred to before. Since the Toda needs its own Lachme Toda, that's why you bring a separate carbon. So Frektosos, okay, Vim Vimtomor Laisi Lechem, Viasnim Hitodare Lachem, Vimmi Shlamim Te Alechem Nadava. Why can't you bring one animal? And bread, and say that the bread, if this animal is a carbon toda, so this bread, these lachme toda, belong to this carbon. And if this animal is really carbon shlamin then these breads are stamin and dove to the base of nothing to do with uh, with the carbon. Make such a tonight Says Toso's ha'Ein Lechem ba'nedava ba'zarahu. No, you can't bring lechem as a nedava. Lechem is not eligible to be brought as a an nedava, and therefore, if you try to do so, it's going to end up being chulun la'zarah. So that's why it's not. That's why you you would have to bring a separate animal for a carbon toda. But don't you also need to bring Lachme to my Sinami Lechem? Okay, you are bringing Lachme who? But did you still account for all the possibilities? What if this animal is a carbon ashem? Maybe it's carbon ashem, you should have to account for that as well. And again, Tulsus is bothered. Why not uh, co- cover the carbon asham possibility within your carbon shlamin and make it Tanai? Right? That, uh, because again, it's the same amount of Matlus Dam and. Uh, and and the only difference is that an shlamim requires smicha, an asham does not require smicha. But smicha is not ma'akev. Smicha is not ma'akev, the, the bringing of the carbon. So uh, so Tos is bothered again. Why would uh, why why would the Gemara be bothered about bringing a separate animal for a carbon asham? You can cover that with the uh, with the shlamim as well. So Tos says that uh, there's a difference in the nesachim that an, an asham doesn't require And therefore we try not to bring the same animal with it tonight that it could that it could be either one of those. So the answer is No, the reason why we're not mistaking that it might be a carbon asham is because an Asham is a two year old animal. You found a one year old animal. So you know it's not a carbon you know it's not an Asham. You know that it's an ola or a toda or right? or a shlamin You know it's not an ashram. Freaking Asham Asham Nazir. Maybe it's an Ashram Sarasham Nazir, which is also Benshana. So uh, and, and therefore you found the right age animal for that. So those aren't common. The and Hashem Nazir are in common and therefore you don't have to be you don't have to assume it might be one of those karbanos. Pesachu, maybe it's Carbon Pesach. Sugmar so says well it depends. Pesach If it's this man for a Carbon Pesach, people are very careful about the carbonos Pesach. So the fact that it's lost is an indication that it's probably not a carbon Pesach. Right? Because people are generally very careful around the time of Pesach with their carbon Pesach. So the fact that it's lost is probably an indication that it's not a carbon Pesach. And if it's a carbon Pesach, then it's a carbon Shlamim. And you bring, you're, you're, you're accounting for the possibility that it might be a Shlamim. Frektosos, wait a second. If around Pesach people are so careful with their carbon Pesachs, how could it be Shalom mano? how can you find the krampesh shel pesach manot that means that there was a krampesh that got lost right and uh that 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 there was a krampesh that wasn't brought on time and now it's just hanging around right tells us in tomorrow keeping the mrs you will be pesach if you have levay pesach shel pesach How do you ever have a pesach shel pesach manot people are so careful so he says ye shomer telam ham pesach the animal is a sickly animal, and you bring another one in its place, and this one gets lost because you don't plan on bringing it. Or it's bailing became tame, so couldn't bring it. But when, but generally speaking, around Pesach time, people are very careful with the come Pesach. Maybe it's a bechare miser. So says one of the Well, Bukhar miser once it develops a mum, you're allowed to eat it. And we're assuming right now you let the animal develop a mum anyway. So if it is Bukhar Meister, so it's covered. It has a mum, you eat it, and you're good. We said that if it's a nakeva, animal should be brought as a shlamim. Till maybe it's carbon todim. The meisi todim, you bring a todim. Vabin alechem, the meisi na milachem, you bring the lechem with it. V'dil machatasi, maybe the nakeva is a carbon chatos. Khatas pas shnasah v'shtach pas teishanim. Now, chatos is a one-year-old animal. You found a two-year-old animal. V'dil machatash avr shnasah. Maybe it's a chatos who's uh, got a little older. Lo shchiach. That's not common. That it's a chatos that, that whose time has passed. Ishtach pas shnasamai. What if you do find a one-year-old female animal though? So a tiny female. <laughs> that an eiz vashnasah you bring for a chatos? Why you bring it for a chates? What if it's not a chatas? Then uh, you, then you, then you just did an avera. How could you bring it for a carbon chatos? <laughs> if you find an eiz vashnasah, you find a one year old goat, you put it into a keeper, let it die on its own, you starve it to death. You don't uh, you don't bring it as a carbon.